Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're going to be talking about earth magic, or the realms of shamanism and plant medicine. For thousands of years, humans have been delving into these realms for insight, for information from beyond the ordinary reality, for healing, and sometimes even for awakening. There are benefits to using sacred plant medicine. Today we're going to be discussing what you need to know should you decide that you want to take this journey, who would benefit from it, and what you should avoid because a lot of harm can be done on these realms. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, you know, probably one of the traits of your audience is that uh, is a uh, a lot of folks are seekers mm-hmm. and always looking and searching and you mm-hmm. know trying to find the answers and so a lot of things kind of come into our you know for us to take a look at mm-hmm. and i'd say that shamans is you know that's probably one of those topics that uh, if you're on the journey at some point it probably mm-hmm. has popped up mm-hmm. and, and i'm curious what are your thoughts about shamans yeah well that's a very broad question I'm going to talk about earth magic first, and then I'm going to talk about how shamans fall into that, and I'll talk about what I think about shamans. Um, All right, so earth magic. So what I would say is that what I call earth magic is anything where there, it has to do with the earth realm, okay? So that has to do with manipulation and control over form, right? So um, there are a lot of different way, um, sort of subgroups that, do this kind of work. So shamans do this work. Um, people who are uh, would consider them plant medicine people, or what we traditionally have called witches, who um, wield magic. Um, all these different players are what I would call of the yeah. earth, earth magic. Okay, so this is about controlling and manipulating different elements on the earth plane in the density to have a certain outcome. So in earth magic, this control can be used for the darkness or the light, right? So there are um, shamans and there are witches who are of the darkness and are of the light. Meaning, so if you're a white witch or a shaman who is um, on the light side of things, they're in service to other. So they're using their power to help other. On the dark side, it's about wielding power or obtaining power to control others, to, control. to oppress. Okay, yeah. So that's gathering power for self. So um, there's always a spectrum, especially when you talk about earth magic, because it's, very, it's of the earth, so therefore it's dual in nature. And because you have this spectrum where it's about controlling this plane, there is an element of control to it, even in like the light side of things. Okay, because in order to manipulate this realm, you have to have some control over it. There needs to be manipulation. So that there's that thread, that frequency running through, even when it's for service to other. OK, 
Okay, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It just it's required in order to manipulate form, right? So to to harness the different powers of the earth to so there's different kinds of you know there's different kinds of magic, right? There's cloaking and seduction and um, there is summoning and you know all these and, and wielding power in different ways that um, can use the forces of the earth for certain things and to have certain outcomes whether you're the dark or the light um, so it depends where you fall so shamans I would say what do I think about them I mean they are somewhere on that spectrum I think a lot of people so a lot of people I have journeyed, I have been very, very fortunate to journey with some very powerful shamans. I've been invited to journey with them. Um, I have had past lifetimes as a shaman, so I very much understand this realm. At least it's familiar to me. I, am, I presently am not a shaman, so I just want to make that clear. But I have journeyed with them, and, these, and the shamans I've journeyed with um, had the very great fortune to journey with also are of the light, so they use their power to help humanity. That's what they're that's what they do ceremony for. That's what they they try to they heal people with their abilities and that type of thing. Um, so uh, there are also shamans who can bridge the earth realm and what I call the star realm. So they can um, access different dimensions or different portals or different star uh, star realms. Okay, there's some shamans, very few, but there are some who can actually bridge both earth realm and star realm. Okay, I realize it may be a little bit out there, but yeah. there you go. Yeah. So um, there are a lot of shamans who are, mm, it's easy to, when we are starting on our journey to get bedazzled by, bedazzled by different mm. things, you know, you're like, ooh, that just happened, or they can summon spirits, or they can, you know, hear things, or they can call to the wind, or they, whatever, and we think that's really cool because it's outside of our ordinary reality. So, and I'm not saying that there's no power there because earth magic can be extraordinarily powerful. And it doesn't, it's not as, uh, it's easy to fool people basically with your level of power, right? So people mm. get, and it's um, easy to become focused in that realm on the gathering of power because there's a lot of emphasis on gathering of power. So, and to be able to manipulate different things, because that's the focus of earth magic. But, um, or at least from what I understand of it, this is just simply from what my experience is of it. I'm sure that other people would other, have other opinion. Um, so, it's just, I would say, I would caution people to be very careful to find out what the lineage of the shaman that you're working with is, to ascertain that they are of pure source and that they're not gathering power just for themselves because if they are that means they have to oppress someone and that someone might be you um, and to just make just use your just have your spidey senses up yeah. about where is this person I mean just because they're a shaman doesn't mean that they're yeah. elevated above you so don't yeah. elevate them above you and then turn off your intuition of like maybe this doesn't feel right to me maybe this is not appropriate maybe this isn't I don't I'm not comfortable with this so um, it's easy to be um, enchanted by yeah. that kind of thing and yeah. forget that or mm. or turn off our like hmm you know maybe this isn't right for me so that's all I'm saying about that and so you were you started out by talking about the earth magic mm -hmm. and you talked about the witches and kind of the dark and the light and mm -hmm. and then the shamans and um, 
I'm sure during ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, that there's different uh, different things that are introduced. It could be plant life or mm-hmm. it could be different, you know, whether it be mushrooms or, you know, different things mm-hmm. that might be ingested or taken as part of what are, what is what are your feelings around that uh, well ayahuasca it, yeah or, so so in my experience of ceremony i've never ingested anything okay. so it depends on who you're working with is what i would say so i've done sweat lodge ceremony where nothing's been ingested i've done ceremony in circle where nothing has been ingested so i would say that it's not necessarily true because you're working with earth magic that you have to take in plant medicine plant medicine is separate to me from it's a realm of earth magic but it's not required for people to be um to use it uh, as part of their their gift let's just say what i'll also say about it is that a someone who really who is um, more practiced will tell you that all the, the, the paraphernalia, the ritual, the ceremony, the, if it's very ritualized, it's not really required. Like you can be absolutely still hmm. and call in something and not have to do the whole steps of the ceremony. And they know it. The, the, the shamans who um, have tremendous amount of power don't need the ceremony they don't i mean yes they can conduct ceremony they can hold ceremony they can do all of that but they don't they know that they don't need the wand the plant the whatever whatever to do whatever they need no. to do because the power is within them and they are aware of it so i just like to say that you don't need the ritual no. you can and ceremony can be very important and that's belittling ceremony yeah. ceremony can be very very yeah. powerful however what i will say is that the implement is not required Okay, so to now to answer your question about plant medicine. What do I feel about plant medicine? So I think that plant medicine can be very, very beneficial to people, depending where you are in your journey, and if it really, truly calls to you, okay? Plant medicine needs to be treated very, very carefully. It's a sacred path, plant medicine, especially if you're using something like ayahuasca, which is a very powerful plant and has a consciousness very specific consciousness it's feminine and you cannot mess with her because she is a very powerful teacher and she will slap you down if you are choosing to just party with her like she demands respect if you do decide to do it if you do choose that you want to do it and it calls to you is make sure that whoever is guiding you is really clear that they are of a very high vibration and that it's not just any willy-nilly shaman. It's actually somebody who will sing, who knows the journey of ayahuasca really well, who will guide you because you're about to go into all these different realms. So who you know you're safe with and who can guide you back to this realm so you don't get lost in other realities and that you can come back. So that's really important about ayahuasca as well. So um, I would say that plant medicine can be very, very beneficial to people. I would say if you feel like you're starting to use it a lot, like more than a couple times or three, like a few, if you just notice that you need it to yeah. access realms, it's now, my question would be to you, is it really, the, the, is it now becoming an addiction yeah. or is it really awakening you? Because it's, that's just a gateway, right? So once you have the awakening experience, you don't really continue to need it. Okay, you can have one or two mm. experiences and it opens you and then you can propel along your path and then not need it anymore. And that's fantastic. It, my question just becomes if it, you need to use it a lot, 
then it becomes an addiction. So just ask the question, like, is this really some, and some people take it because they're curious. Some people take it because they want, they want significance. They want to tell everyone about the cool trip they had. And some people want to expand and it's all these different things. And so just ask yourself, why are you taking it? And please, please do not take plant medicine casually. This is a sacred thing. They have consciousness. Do not mess with it. And the other thing that I would say is, I'm going to talk about DMT because DMT is the God molecule that they've taken out of ayahuasca. Yes, that is supposedly it connects you to the divine. All right, when we chemically alter things, we just like remove things. Okay, so they pulled out this molecule that's supposedly the God molecule. I'm not saying it can't be accelerating. It can. However, you've removed it from the wholeness of the plant. A lot of people who DM, do DMT like trip out in not a stable way because it's not supported by the entire consciousness of the plant. And so a lot of people go back to ayahuasca to heal from their like terrible DMT trips. Mm. So just be aware that if you remove, it, it, we mess too much with stuff like that. Like we don't know what we're messing with. Mm. So, so if you take DMT, I mean, if you're doing it, just like I said, be very aware of why you're doing what you're doing. Just notice if you're doing it for any of the other reasons I mentioned, like because mm-hmm. it's a cool thing or you want to tell your friends about it or it's a party thing or whatever. And notice if you're starting to take it a lot, just a lot to have an experience because you don't really need it. You really, yeah. really don't yeah. need it to access those things. So it can be, you know, an opening, but not really if it's an addiction. Yes, it's not. It's no longer an mm-hmm. opening if it's now you're addicted to it. And the trouble with DMT, again, is when you divorce it from the wholeness of the plant, mm. it gets really wonky, is all I'm going to say. So um, that's what I think about plant medicine. I think it can be beneficial. Yeah. I think you need to be aware of why you're taking it and just check to make sure it's not an addiction. Yeah. So it sounds like, um, you know, it's wonderful to be a seeker. Yes. But, but the bottom line is caution. Yeah, and awareness. Just be aware. And just be aware of who you're with. And the other thing is, please don't give away your power. So please don't think, oh, this person knows so much. Oh, they can do all these different things. It's so cool. And now all of a sudden they become better than you. So everything they tell you takes on, like you really take it to heart. Like they, you don't question what they're saying. Question what they're saying, right? I mean, you have your own inner compass. You have your own knowingness for you of what feels good to you and what feels like, I don't, I don't know that that's so great for me. So please engage that. Don't just willy-nilly hand your power away because someone has some fancy tricks. Okay? And just and ask the questions of where did this lineage come from? Like just because it's an indigenous thing that's outside of your ordinary reality does not make it better or appropriate for you. Yeah. It just makes it different. So just ask the questions and be aware. Okay. And then just, if you're going to go down the path of shamanism, and you get to the point where it gets dark, okay? Meaning weird spirits are called and, and things just, you start to feel like this is not good. This is really not good. Something's wrong. Like stop, just, just stop. And then start seeking help elsewhere. Because if those warning bells are going off, there's usually a reason for them. If it's a shaman who's, in, who's working in the light, who's working towards light, um, you wouldn't have those warning bells because it feels in congruence with your source. It feels correct, like, like okay, it's safe here, safe. So it's all right. So please don't give your power away so that you don't have awareness. Be aware. 
Just because someone can do something you can't doesn't make them better than you. It just makes them have an ability to you. Just because somebody can like, I don't know, ride a motorcycle around a racetrack doesn't make them better than you. It just makes yeah. them able to ride around a racetrack really fast on a motorcycle, yeah. right? Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't give your power away to them. But if you think that, you know, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You have to be just careful yeah. about how we approach exactly. our relationship with people. Well, that's really a, a very powerful message. So thank you very much, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone. This is the group frequency calibration on earth magic and holding your power. So let's begin by taking three deep breaths into your lower belly, wherever that is for you. So please inhale, holding your inhaled breath in for at least two to three seconds before exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding out your exhaled breath for at least two to three seconds. And when you're ready, on your second breath, Please inhale, holding in your inhaled breath for at least one to two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And whenever you're ready on your own time, please exhale all the air out of your lungs and hold out your exhaled breath for a second or two longer than you did your previous breath. And on your third breath, please inhale and hold your breath in for another second or two longer than you did your previous breath before exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding out your exhaled breath for a second or two longer than you did your previous breath. Good. And when you're ready and have completed those three breaths, please bring your attention, focus, awareness, or imagine your heart space, please. Not your physical heart, but your heart space, which is in the center of your chest in your nipple line. As I'm waiting for the mastermind to gel, 
please note that I'm working on you on the group and the subgroup levels. And also please note that I'll be making sounds on my end, so you might hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, or exhale sharply, or you may hear me hum. And that's simply how I remove the distortion patterns or move the frequencies at this current point in time, and that might change, but that's what is happening currently. So please use this as an opportunity to strengthen your focus. Good. Now the mastermind has gelled, so please breathe regularly and focus on your heart space. And as you focus on your heart space, please connect to pure source by asking the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep within your heart that starts to expand. To radiate and become even brighter as you become even more aware of your connection only to pure source. And on my end, I'm working on the back end to increase your natural bandwidth. Good. So please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of your lower belly again, wherever that is for you. Okay. So this frequency distortion pattern, the first one that we're going to remove, has to do with uh, the pattern of giving your power away. Okay. Or your authority away because you put people above you, um, whether it's teachers or doctors or uh, shamans or me or whoever, it doesn't really matter. You have a pattern of giving your power away, right? Because um, for a large subgroup of you, you want to be saved. Another subgroup of you, you want to accum um, you want knowledge. So you're willing to give up your power in order to get knowledge. You think it's an exchange. It's not. Um, it doesn't have to be. For some of you, you're uh, addicted to it because uh, your lineage patterns have been doing it for so long. 
So whether it's to the state, to your religions, to your priests, whoever, this is the pattern of giving away your power. And right behind it is the distortion pattern of lack of free thinking. Okay, so you give away your power and then you stop asking questions. Or following your own intuition, even if you feel like something is wrong. So continuing to breathe into your solar, into, I'm sorry, your lower belly as we remove this distortion pattern. Good. Continuing to breathe into your lower belly. This is the next thing is the lack of, uh, it's the distortion pa pattern of lack of trust in self. Okay. So you, uh, depending on what subgroup you're in, you, uh, even when you think something doesn't seem right, like the person um, is asking you for money or for help or is uh, crossing your boundaries, be it physically or emotionally or by a demanding or requesting things, um, you don't trust yourself. Okay, It's hard to with this frequency pattern running. So let's remove this so that you can have more discernment, okay, more freedom to discern. And then to go into action on it. If you're working with somebody who is aligned with pure source, it should not feel like they are extracting something from you, right? Or that you're being forced to give something to them. That is the darkness as a note. <clears throat> right. So please now uh, bring your attention, awareness, focus to your belly button all the way up to your um, collarbones, please. So your belly button all the way to your collarbones, or imagine this space. Again, you can um, imagine a tube connecting these two parts of your body, if that's easier for you. All right, so this is the distortion pattern of wanting depending on who you are, um, either wanting the 
significance of the experience so you can tell other people um, about it, right? Or um, to have, uh, you have this yearning, depending another subgroup view, has a yearning for an experience in the non-ordinary reality because somehow that makes things cool or exciting or different, which it does. So there's nothing wrong with mystical. In fact, it, it's amazing. And the non-ordinary reality is a fascinating place to journey in. But with these distortion patterns running, what happens is we can often journey into places of darkness. Okay, because it's very easy to manipulate this distortion pattern. So if we remove this, then what happens is that you can experience or be open to the mystical or the non-ordinary reality and not be so easily manipulated, okay, because of these running through you. So all you have to do is become aware of um, the space between your belly button and the hollow of your throat. And there's a small subgroup of you that yearns for this experience extremely badly for a variety of different reasons. So from feeling special to feeling worthy to feeling power. So let's remove the yearning so that you are open to the experience but aren't chasing it. Again, chasing it makes you susceptible to being manipulated. And please note, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely you. And if it's something that you really react against, like, no, that's not me, then it's likely you. So I invite you to be open to the possibility and to explore and see if that is the case for you. It is only when we can see ourselves that we can liberate ourselves. Good. So continuing to breathe in the same space between your belly button and your collarbones.
All right. So this is the distortion pattern of um, for some of you it's uh, boredom. And for some of you, depending on the subgroup, it's a distortion pattern of seeking adventure. So please know that I am all for seeking adventure. Okay. But with this particular frequency, it's adventure that is reckless, meaning there's no discernment or wisdom. Okay. So adventure is fantastic. It stretches us, allows us to grow. It provides tremendous opportunity for self-exploration and expansion. However, this particular frequency in its recklessness does not allow for wisdom. Okay, so let's just remove this so that you can adventure and have wisdom, which means also trusting your own intuition when you feel like something's off. And being willing to walk away from something. So. Breathing deeply into this space. So now, please bring your attention, focus, awareness to your heart space, or imagine your heart space. So this is the distortion pattern of being unhappy with or discontent with who you are. So you're looking for a distraction in this experience. So breathing into your heart space. <sighs> 
And it can be not only discontent with who you are, but it can also show as discontent with your like um, your, uh, what life looks like around you or the people around you. So essentially, it's a form of escapism. Ironically, the more content and complete and whole you are, as you are, the less we chase the mystical, and the more it comes in. So, it's a... Interesting dynamic. Please note that I am working on you as I'm speaking. Good. Okay, so now please breathe from your groin all the way to uh, the base of your sternum, please. And again, your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. All right. So depending on who you are, depending what subgroup you're in, there's a very large subgroup of you that is um, has a propensity towards... Um, wanting to have power, okay, or to experience power in some way. So this is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's very easy to manipulate, and if you're strong, not strong enough, you can easily fall into the darkness. Okay? I'm not saying you shouldn't be empowered. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm suggesting that there is with this, um, actually I'm not even suggesting, I'm saying that with this frequency distortion pattern, it's um, a desire for power. Yeah. And for some of you listening, a, a subgroup of you, there is a propensity towards the darkness because of your lineage. So to experience the darkness or to, uh, what that would mean is, um, um, you know, controlling others in order to get what you want, just as you have been controlled by the darkness, okay? Or controlling others to get what you want or to amass power or to amass money or to amass fame or whatever it is that you are desirous of, okay? So... Let's remove this.
good. Now bringing your attention, focus, awareness to your lower belly. All right, so this is um, the distortion pattern of um, sort of an addiction to leaving your body, okay, in order to have these experience or allowing something else to come into your body. So either way, this is not great um, way to access being able to manipulate the physical reality, because what that means is something else, either if you're exiting your body, something else will come in or can come in, or if you invite things in, well, then you're just inviting in possession, essentially. So um, neither of those scenarios are required in order to experience earth magic. So, uh, or to gain any kind of knowledge or access to the other realms. You can do it in alignment with pure source and not have to do any of that. So... Breathing into your lower belly. Good. So this is an excellent place to leave you, and you can stay here for as long as you like. And if you feel like you've listened to this, and you've listened to it many times, and there's still something sticky or not right, I'd encourage you to take a look at the Entity Removal GFC available on my website, if you feel that's appropriate for you. Okay, as an extra means of support. So I look forward to seeing you on my next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.